This podcast is brought to you by Western Australia's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development's Crop Protection Portfolio. Hello, and welcome to our series focusing on areas of crop protection research. These short programs aim to assist grain growers by delving deeper into some of the background behind our research projects that target weeds, pests and diseases in broadacre crops. My name is Cindy Webster and I'm a research agronomist based at Deep Herd's Narragin office. Today I'm talking with Deep Herd research scientist Dr Benjamin Congdon about his work on turnip yellows virus and its vector, the green peach aphid. Ben is leading a Deep Herd Boosting Greens project in WA that is testing an early warning system for turnip yellows virus epidemics in Australian canola crops. This project is being done in collaboration with Caesar Australia. Welcome, Ben. Uh, yeah, how are you going, Cindy? Great, thank you. Ben, can you tell us what is your role in Deep Herd? So I'm a research scientist. I'm based at South Perth. I primarily work on plant viruses and, and their vectors, but also um, do a, a few other things in molecular diagnostics, so just working on things where it's needed. And yeah, uh, do, a, do a mixture of glasshouse and laboratory and, and field experiments. And you mentioned working on viruses. Today, we are talking about the turnip yellows virus. How does the turnip yellow virus impact canola crops in WA? Turnip yellows virus is probably the most problematic virus, plant virus in Australia. So it's, it's, epidemics are relatively frequent compared to other viruses. It can cause significant yield losses in canola crops. Anywhere between 10 and 75% has been reported through a mix of sort of glasshouse trials field trials and also sort of, you know, anecdotes in the field. And the reason why it's such a such a widespread problem is that its vector is the green peach aphid, which is probably the most potent insect virus vector of the aphid species that there is. It's so it's highly efficient at transmitting the virus. So it only need you only need one aphid per plant to, to get an efficient transmission. And it's also highly polyphagous, so it has a wide host range. Its capacity to survive in the green bridge is, is unrivaled, and it also has a broad uh, insecticide resistance profile resistant to carbamates, organophosphates, uh, synthetic pyrethroids, to a certain extent uh, low-level neonicotinoid resistance. And this, all these factors come together to make it very difficult to control, coupled with the fact the inherent characteristic of of all viruses is that you can't spray them out once you've got them. So unlike a fungal disease. So all all management needs to be proactive and the only way to be proactive is to have information on whether it's around, which is a tricky thing and a big part of what my project's about. What should growers do if they suspect their canola crop is already displaying turnip yellows virus symptoms? Well, I would suggest getting it tested first and foremost because the problem with this and many other viruses is the symptoms can easily be confused with other stresses. For instance, uh, water logging and nutrient deficiencies. That they cause the same discoloration in the leaves, but the patterns of the symptoms can be quite unique to turnip yellows virus. But again, there is variation there. So get, get the crop tested, make sure you know what you're dealing with. And from that point, then you can work out whether it's too late to, to save it or not. So I would just suggest that spraying after you've got widespread symptoms and widespread infection is not going to do anything. When you talk about testing, the department does have a laboratory service that offers this, the service to growers, doesn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So we have our um, DDLS, our Deeper Diagnostic Laboratory Services. They can be sent to them. There's a website that, that growers can get onto. At the moment, we, we're doing some free testing while our project's still going. So if, if people want to get stuff tested in the next couple of years, they can get in contact with me. Very good. And would you like to tell us a little bit more about your Turnip Yellows Virus and Cream Peach Aphid Surveillance Project, Ben? For example, when did it start and what are the main project goals? So this project started in about 2019 and the primary objective is to improve management of the virus and the aphid and also manage the insecticide resistance that develops, that continues to develop in this in this species. A big part of that is having some kind of idea whether there's virus in the environment and therefore advising uh, a, a targeted control strategy. So in a previous project, we developed a early warning system where we essentially put traps out and we test the aphids that we catch for virus. And we found that this provided a, was associated or had a strong correlation with the amount of virus that ended up spreading through the crop. So with uh, Caesar Australia, we've been deploying this early warning system, working with consultants and growers and also just regional staff to put traps out during the critical period of the growing season. So those early growth stages, uh, we've been putting them out before sowing as well at some sites. They send the traps back to us every two, three weeks. We send the results straight back, whether it's how many aphids there are, whether there's green peach aphid present and whether there's virus in the aphids. And then we go back into the crop around the beginning of flowering, test the crop and you know, see, see, validate the results that we got from the traps and also figure out whether any management decisions they made had an impact on the, the eventual virus spread. So, Ben, why is early warning important from a grower management point of view? Early warning of virus spread is probably the only way to really manage it effectively because, as I said, you cannot spray it out curatively. And I guess also it helps prevent prophylactic control measures, so prophylactic foliar sprays, or spraying when there's green peach aphid present but not causing any feeding damage but there's no virus. So it sort of works both ways and it helps improve the use of insecticide applications and also other management strategies such as uh, neonicotinoid seed treatments, sowing date. There's also plant density. There's things people can do before sowing. So if we know there's virus around before sowing, those decisions are made easier. But it also tells us when there's no virus present, so and that reduces the amount of insecticide going out. So we have a bit more of an idea about whether we actually need to spray at all. Uh, and that has a cumulative effect of just reducing the amount of insecticide going out in the system and allowing the, 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 the beneficial insects to, to flourish and do their job on the green peach aphid populations that aren't spreading virus. Okay, thank you. And you have had traps out this season and you have been testing for virus. Do you have any main findings from this season's surveillance that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. Western Australia, we have a lot of green bridge around. There was a few aphids in, in spots. We, we were finding a lot of turnip yellows virus in flying aphids down near the Albany port zone around the Stirlings and also around Kendana. And then we had some... Uh, enormous flights of aphids around Kendanup area 
and then that all essentially they all disappeared when the rain set in and, and the cold weather and so uh, we didn't end up getting much spread when we went back in and tested those crops which was good and then other parts of WA there was pretty quiet uh, in terms of flying aphids through autumn uh, which is the important period for aphid flights. There was one area where we didn't really have many traps which was around Meckering where we had a bit of a patch of an epidemic. A number of crops that we tested around flowering time that were showing significant symptoms and were infected. So there was a bit of virus spread, turnip yellow virus spread in WA, over in Victoria and also southern New South Wales. We had a lot more a lot more detections of virus in aphids. A lot of aphids around in autumn, some real um, sharp rises in aphid flights during autumn, and we ended up having some spread in, in a number of sites. Ben, what are your recommendations to growers and consultants to sustainably manage green peach aphid and turnip yellows virus? I would say, first of all, if, uh, as we mentioned before, that if you feel like you've got aphids and there's symptoms present, get your crop tested because it, you do. It, it's really important to know whether there's virus in the crop or not because that will then give you an indication to it whether, you know, amelioration or anything's possible. You might ameliorate with a, you know, nitrogen or something like that, thinking that that's what the problem is when it's actually virus. So there's a number of reasons why you'd want to do that. But in terms of, like, going into a season, if there's a lot of green bridge around, we advise growers to, uh, around their canola crop, make sure that there's no... Uh, they remove the green bridge where possible, especially the, the broadleaf, especially radish, uh, volunteer canola. If they're looking at our early warning updates or eventually if we can have a forecasting model in place, uh, looking at those and going into the season, potentially uh, making sure they use a neonicotinoid seed treatment and then considering a number of the agronomic control measures that we have on the website, which include just delaying sowing by a week or two to avoid the peak flights of aphids. Increasing the plant density helps reduce spread. Um, sowing into standing cereal stubble, uh, especially when it's quite shiny um, and waxy, that's that's another thing that can reduce aphid landing rates. And then once the crop's in the ground, and then and, and let's just say we get early warning updates, sowing showing there's flights of virus carrying aphids around through the early part of the growing season, monitoring the crop heavily and considering a foliar insecticide application. Thank you very much for joining us today, Ben. No worries. Thank you, Cindy. You have just listened to Ben Congdon, a deep head research scientist and leader of the WA Turnip Yellows Virus and Green Peach Aphid Surveillance Program. To learn more about Green Peach Aphid and Turnip Yellows Virus Management, visit agric.wa.gov.au and Caesar Australia's website. My name is Cindy Webster and thank you for listening.